What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another PG Sports podcast. We got Jordan Karakawa in the building today. Professional baseball player. He's a pitcher from Hawaii. About to get him on. Jordan Karakawa. Let's get him on on here today. Pitcher, pro pitcher from uh, Hawaii. And uh, here he is, actually. Let's see. Jump in here. Boom. Go live. Boom. What's up, What's up? How's it going? Good, man. How are you? I'm all right. Good to meet you. How's it? Finally. Yeah, no, for, for sure. Yeah, right on live. Do it, do it on live. <laughs> I know, man. Might as well while we're stuck in quarantine, right? <laughs> yeah. How, how's everything there in Hawaii? Man, it's getting crazy. I think uh, we're just about over a hundred cases right now of coronavirus. Yeah. And dude, I'm I'm sketched out, bro. I went to go get Starbucks this morning. I was sketched out. Yeah. Just having to link my money, I was sketched out. I know. Are you are you guys are you on lockdown? Um, we're on a thirty day no work quarantine i think we're not on lockdown yet what about you guys uh so i'm in connecticut so we are yeah we're pretty much on lockdown everything like only essentials are open i guess essential things yeah that's, like, that's the thing that's the thing yeah. with us i think uh, a couple of our islands have curfews or whatever yeah so i think we have to be inside by like nine o'clock yeah so it's funny you said that about the money like i i got takeout before and like i touched the doorknob and then like my fa- my hand felt like I don't know. Maybe I don't know if it's just Bernie, I'm thinking about it. Penguin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't know. I think it's just I think it's just in my head though, a little. Yeah, dude, it's on your head. But hey, you can't be you can't be too safe right now, dude. For real, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, crazy. yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're you're in Connecticut, right? Yeah. Yeah, is it still freezing up there or what? Uh, sort of. Oh, actually, it was ironically it. Uh, like hailed slash snowed the other day and we haven't got much snow this year so i guess Damn. yeah so it's kind of weird what, what what's it like there 90 <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we're it's actually a real cold rainy day today. it's been it's been this whole like two weeks so i guess yeah. it's uh it's fitting for virus weather gotcha yeah so uh let's go into your baseball career How, how'd you get involved uh playing baseball when you were young um that's just you know it's it's always been a part of the community here in hawaii um it's it's crazy like everybody everybody loves baseball over here and um it's really competitive especially at a younger age and i just got into it i guess my dad pushed me into it and to be honest man i didn't really like baseball when i first started playing it like i made a lot of good friends but i really wasn't that good you know um but yeah i i kind of just stuck with it and and paired it up with surfing and canoe paddling, all that fun stuff that I like to do here. And it kind of just took off for me uh, when I got into college. So it's a really good experience growing up here in Hawaii. There's there's a lot of guys in the pro circuit, you know, that are that are up in the big leagues right now. And we all kind of have that same core values of just, you know, having fun with the game, working hard and trying to represent Hawaii. So it's been a lot of fun thus far. So we'll, we'll see what happens this summer. Hopefully we get to get a season in 2020. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm just – yeah, I'm hoping any sports come back soon. Yeah, man. I'm, I was thinking about it. And it's crazy, dude. There's nothing going on right now. I I literally have no idea what to look forward to. Everybody's kind of just on hold and, you know, just got to wait and see. But just trying to stay ready as much as possible, dude. That's the hardest part. 
Yeah, so have you been um, working out or not? Oh, yeah. Actually, there's – I don't know if you're interested, but there is a uh, workout, online workout about to go down in two hours. Uh, my trainer from Hawaii is going to be uh, putting on free workouts every day at 12 p.m. Hawaii time. So that's 6 p.m. for you, yeah? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I got a bunch of my friends joining in right now. Oh, someone asked – I got a question actually already here. Someone asked, yeah. uh, "How do you work out during base for baseball during quarantine?" Oh man, right. This is my this is the dojo right here. This is this is the spot I work out <laughs> at. Little area is the yoga slash workout room. All right. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna be uh, getting some uh, training regimens for my trainer. Tactical strength, tactical strength boy is gonna be going live in about two hours. So if you guys want to work out, get on it. What uh, what island in Hawaii do you live on? Uh, right now I'm on the Big Island uh, in Hilo. I'm originally from Oahu, uh, Honolulu. That's the big city. But yeah. in light of all the quarantine stuff, man, I was like, I gotta get to the outer island where there's less people. So I just I jumped ship. <laughs> yeah. So, so I've I have no idea. I never been to Hawaii. So like, what's it? So you guys could just go. How do you get to each island just by boat? Uh. There's only Maui County has three islands that are really close to each other, and that's mm -hmm. the only three that you can get to to the islands by boat. But every other one you gotta fly. It's about like a 45, 45 minute flight at the longest. Damn, yeah. So, so you can't even. What if you had to? Oh crap! What if you had like a you you had like a personal boat? You couldn't drive there. That's too far. Oh, you can. You can. It would take a while oh. though. I think it would. I think it's a. Uh, I think it's a full day trip from here to Oahu. Oh, okay. I got. A, I got a bunch of my old teammates. <laughs> so, someone said. Someone said I don't. Some, someone said I don't do anything. I'm. I'm assuming he's yeah, talking about working out. That's all. That's Toronto, man. That guy. That guy. When I was with the Phillies, he was pumping a hundred. That was my throwing partner. That was the first guy that I ever threw with that you know gave me upper nineties. I was like. Whoa. <laughs> that was that was an experience right there. But I think he's back in the Dominican right now as a free agent. So best of luck to you, Toronto. Yeah, what were what were your plans um uh right now? Like where where were you heading to play baseball this summer? Uh I was gonna be in Winnipeg, Manitoba in the American Association. Okay. Yeah. yeah, um they're they're a pretty good club. I I've actually been trying to get with them for the past few years and um unfortunately some legal stuff came through uh, some contract issues so I wasn't able to go uh, in 2018 um, but I'm really I'm really excited to go if, if everything works out you know I'm, I'm really excited to go up there this year man what's it, what's it like playing in Canada versus like playing in the US it's it's sick man they love baseball in Canada <laughs> it, yeah. it's pretty crazy I didn't I didn't really know what to expect at first you know in 2018 mm -hmm. when I first um, it was a huge a huge culture shift for me but it's actually very similar to Hawaii. You know, everyone's kind of really relaxed up there and super chill. But, um, yeah, just the baseball vibe. I didn't know that they had fans of baseball in Canada, you know? Like, that was crazy. There are actually some diehard fans up there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I heard, uh, like, the Blue Jays uh, have, like, one of the craziest fan bases, I Yeah, the Blue Jays are crazy. No. Man. Especially Toronto, that big city. Yeah. Not... But even, even in the smaller cities that we played in, the uh, Riviera and, like, Quebec City, those are some of the best experiences for me because uh, just because of the, the the cities are so beautiful. The the French Canadian cities are they're really nice. <laughs> Said I hate the Blue Jays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Toronto. Yeah, because he uh, he actually went to the Blue Jays after the Phillies. 
Yeah, I hate the Blue Jays too. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. And then, uh, yeah, com- coming out of college, what was it like to get drafted by the uh, Phillies? Dude, that was nuts. The Phillies have always been my favorite team since uh, Shane Victorino was playing with them. So coming up, I really looked up to them. I, I looked up to the Phillies, and and just to get drafted by them was was it was beyond everything I could have ever imagined, man. It was it was crazy. Hey, that's, um, that's awesome. I didn't I, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was a good time. So I got a I got a bunch of Phillies gear for free. It's pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> we got the, we got a blue, we got Blue Jays haters in there. <laughs> yeah, we got people going off in the comments. Oh, what's your yeah, dude. There's a lot of those memories, but I gotta say, throwing um, my first complete game shutty against the the Salina Stockade, that was my first real breakout game with them. That was that was unbelievable, man. That, that was awesome. That was probably definitely my best memory because I think the game before that, I had given up seven runs in one inning. It was my worst outing ever. So to come back the next game and throw game shout out that was that was awesome yeah and then uh yeah what's uh in a normal uh in a normal off season what's your uh routine for working out and staying staying ready yeah so this off season has, has been real interesting because uh, i actually went back to college and uh, mm-hmm. i finished my degree this is my last uh, semester i'm actually graduating in may so let's go well, congrats but, <laughs> thank you Usually I'm over on Oahu and uh, I train every morning at 8 a.m. with uh, the tactical strength group. And uh, those guys, everybody that works out there is pretty much uh, a professional athlete or someone that's aspiring to be a professional athlete. So it's just really good to be in that environment and uh, to train with those guys. You know, it really uh, makes you bring out the best in yourself and try 110 percent every time. So that's usually what I do in the off seasons. But this season, this off season, I was super in Hilo, um, just finishing my degree. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. I said, how old were you when you knew that you had a complete hammer? <laughs> you know what that means? Uh, like, I don't know. That's a term in Hawaii, like hammer, like like a hammer, but just H-A-M-M-A-H, like hammer. Yeah. That, that guy, Dustin Figueroa, is actually the real hammer. So you tell me, Dustin, I, I'd like to learn. <laughs> <laughs> And then, um, yeah. What about what about while in college? When did you think uh, was there? Did you have a moment where you like knew you could go pro? Well, uh, when I first came to UH Hilo, um, I I had I had it in my mind that I wanted to get drafted from you know when I was a freshman, but obviously I wasn't I wasn't anywhere near where I needed to be physically, mentally. You know, I was I was a lost puppy. But um, those four years that I really grinded out. I think the main thing that stuck with me, um, so there's two colleges. There's UH Hilo, which is a D2, which is where I went. Mm-hmm. And there's yep. UH Winfla, which is the big D1 on Oahu. And <laughs> I I was getting recruited to go to UH Manoa, the D1, and they kind of snubbed me, and they told me that I wasn't good enough. So I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went, came over here to the D2, and uh, that pissed me off, man. I, I worked my ass off those four years to try and prove them wrong, you know, and try and uh, stick it to them. Yeah. And uh, I guess I would say after my junior year, my junior summer, I started throwing a little bit harder. And from mm-hmm. then, I knew, I was like, okay, well, maybe maybe we can go somewhere with this. <laughs> gotcha. What about, yeah, tell me more about, like, Hawaii from, <clears throat> like, I don't think a lot of people 
go to Hawaii, but so you gotta you gotta tell me about like the culture and stuff like that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's uh, it's just a melting pot of a bunch of different cultures. So if you didn't know uh, the <laughs> Dustin, if you know the history on Hawaii, um, basically um, plantation days brought in a bunch of different cultures. Um, obviously, Hawaiians were the first ones here, uh, followed by Captain Cook, which brought uh, missionaries. And then after that, the plantation days kind of brought in all these cultures to work on the plantations, to work the sugar, to work the pineapples. So there was Chinese, Filipino, Portuguese, Japanese, um, mm. a bunch, you know, just, just came to Hawaii and all worked together to like kind of try to make money in the land of opportunity. So um, after that, man, we all just kind of blended cultures and everyone's like, everyone's mixed, you know, everyone's a mix of something of one of those races. So it's, it's, it's a really good community out here. You know, you just have to respect the culture, respect the, everybody else, the land, everything, and everything will be good. That's the main thing. It's just, you got to have respect out here for sure. And what about, what, what was, um, like the first time you came over to, I guess the 48 other States? <laughs> yeah. Um, first time for ball or first time in general? Yeah. Just in general. Oh, I think my first time to the States was to see my grandparents in, uh, Tennessee when I was like four years old. You remember that? Yeah, that was my first memory. <laughs> yeah, my mom, my mom, my mom was born in Georgia and South, and then my dad is from this island. Okay. And so yeah. What's up, you know. Have you ever been to Alaska? Oh yeah, I went. I went one season. Uh, not one season. One winter or one summer actually yeah. to go. Those those super dope. <laughs> I'm a big I'm a big fisher guy. If you haven't if you haven't noticed already, you've been fishing lately. Well, before all this, no. I mean, we just went the other day, man. Got to go catch fish, oh. survive. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah, only way to like get food without any coronavirus scares. You know. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, yeah. What else are you out there? What else are you out there for fun? Dude, anything, man. We go surf, we go fish, we go camp. I think I, we're actually gonna go uh, camping in a couple of days again to try and get some more fish. You're going but, camping? Uh, I don't know, yeah. I don't know if you could go camping. Yeah, that's fine, man. We're gonna quarantine down at the beach. It's not a big <laughs> deal. Nobody down there. <laughs> um, um, what else? Um, oh, did you play any other sports growing up? Oh yeah. Um, Basketball, football, everything. I'm a big ping pong guy. So if you know anybody, if anybody's out there watching, <laughs> plays ping pong, hit me up, dude. Let's get it going. That's an indoor sport. Only two people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard. Uh, I did a podcast the other day, and um, they were talking about marble, watching marble racing. Dude, I saw that. <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually pretty sick, man. Have you seen it? No. Nah. <laughs> You gotta check it out, dude. I, I think. Uh, I guess I, got, I guess I gotta check it out. I think that's the next thing. You said what uh, position in football did you play? Um. I, well, initially I was a linebacker, Kahi. I would have blew you up. <laughs> nah, but um, <laughs> in high school I was a wideout because I got super tall and lanky, so I, I was just a red zone guy. Yeah. yeah. But dude, you gotta check those marble racing out, man. That shit is. Oh, sorry. That is crazy. No, Make it swear out. Okay. The, the production value is insane, dude. Like, the cameras they have set up, they have... Who's, 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 who's airing it, though? Um, dude, 
Dude, I want to say he's the Marble guy. <laughs> I think that's his name or something like that. I saw it on Twitter, though. I'll, I'll try to take a look. Okay. Look, here's, a, here's one. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's the one right there. <laughs> now, they, have the, they have the finish line. Like, you know how they all cross it at the same time? Yeah. That's insane. That's, that's insane. What... I was watching that for a good 30 minutes. Of the... <laughs> so probably, oh, man. That's crazy. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, Marble. Yeah, what about? Oh, what about any good shows you watching on Netflix? Man, I'm a big King of the Hill guy, and that's that's one of the things that I watched back in high school. You know, when I first got into like Adult Swim and stuff. But uh, it's been yeah. coming around. It's on Hulu right now, but it's been coming around again for me. It, it's a it's a great show, all around great show. No complaint. What about you? What you King- watching? King of the Hill. Um, I'm catching up on uh, All American. You know, okay. so like football show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On uh, yeah. So the se- <clears throat> season two uh, came out. It came out on TV regularly, but then now Netflix put it put it on. Oh, nice, dude. It's kind of crazy. That. I think that. Yeah, I, I think that's going. I think, time, yeah, for sure. I think that's a new trend uh, with like TV shows going either directly to one of these platforms or like after the season's over, then they like buy it or lease it or whatever. And then, and then it gets more, way more viewership. Dude, pretty soon Netflix is just going to be the company to make all the shows. Like, yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't, I, That's gonna get right there. yeah. I don't know how much longer like cable is going to last. Gerardo. Muy bueno. <laughs> what about, uh, what about stuff like in Hawaii right now? Is it, is it going to get harder to get stuff over there? Oh, yeah. That's that's the main problem with us is that we everything has to be shipped in, right? Like, yeah. we, we rely heavily on the shipments and the carriers that bring in all of our food and goods. And that's kind of why I wanted to leave Oahu, the big city, because, you know, if stuff really hits the fan over in the big city, there's a million people on one island. There's not much room. It's 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 a big city vibe. It's it's going to be really, really hard to survive over there. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to get that bad. Hopefully it doesn't. Yeah. But I would rather be on an outer island where I don't need to, you know, rely too heavily on the stores and whatnot. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some crazy numbers, like, uh, from last week to this week, it was, like, ten times the amount of people that have it now in the U.S. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. I think when I left Oahu last week, it was at 150,000, and now it's at like 450. That's that's insane, dude. Hey. Addison Ross, the man. <laughs> nice to meet you, me, brother. Oh yeah, that's what I gotta ask you. How'd you how did you uh, link up with Matt to be your agent? Oh yeah, actually, you know that's that's all through Chase Lumato, man. Rest in peace, the angel up there. That guy, um, yeah. he was with the Phillies when I was with them, and I I hadn't really known him personally before then but um i knew of him because he was a, a sports legend in hawaii you know like chase numata and baseball was like that's what it is you know he's he's the man so when i got up to the phillies um he actually hooked me up with matt and put a good recommendation in for me and that's how we got going and it's it's really a blessing to to be with matt's agency because it just reminds me every day that you know chase is the guy that put us through and chase is the man that, that linked us up and that it just sits really special with my heart, you know, to this day. So it's been yeah, good. Definitely. Yeah, I think I think Chase was his first signing too, right? Or at yeah, least one of them. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I think I was Matt's like seventh or eighth. So it, it's we go way back, man. Way back. We've been through a lot together then, too. He's been there for me every step of the way. And what about uh, you know Rico too, right? Yeah, Rico's the man. We're uh, we're um, college adversaries actually. We never really we never really knew each other too well, other than just you know that's the guy on the mound. We always faced each other yeah. because we were the two pitchers from our colleges. And uh, we just yeah. we go at it all the time. He was a he still is. I mean, he's in the big leagues, man. There's a reason for it. But so you after, know, so you um, know, it's funny. Uh, you go. Well, after we both got drafted, that's when we started. Like, okay, you want to go throw? Like, we can be friends now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, see, like coming, it's coming from me. Like thinking about Hawaii. Like I think it's like small. So I'm like, oh, they probably all grew up together. <laughs> like, oh, that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. No, but it, I guess we all grew up together, but it was you know majority of the the guys we know we played against our whole lives you know so it's it's kind of like a respect thing like yeah i know you like i remember playing against you when we were 12 you know <laughs> what's up will that's one of my college teammates right there t3 um what else was i gonna say again semi-distracted reading comments <laughs> yeah um <laughs> Yeah. So, what about uh, what do you what do you like to do? Like, what do you what are you passionate about? Like, outside of baseball? Uh, that's a good question. I um, I'm really passionate about just uh, <laughs> guys gonna be. Um, I'm really passionate about you know just just Hawaii in general. It's a beautiful place that I'm from. I really like to care for it as much as possible. You know, like. I'm a marine science major, so that's my thing. Um, nature conservancy, all that. Definitely my GoPro nudie, yes sir. Um, just all the outdoor stuff here, you know, that I can. I like to camp, like to fish, like to surf. I'm really into all those stuff, and I try to do that as much as possible. And yeah, you, I know you said you're. Will Thayer never took me 400 feet, by the way. <laughs> I know you said you were finishing college. Um, so how many classes yeah. do you have left? This is my last semester. I only had two classes. Oh shit! Yes, you're almost there. And all the, I mean, all this Corona stuff happened, so I don't know what to do with myself now. <laughs> so is it? Oh, it's just online. Yeah, it's all online. But dude, I'm in my oh. last semester. I'm about to my professors. Come on, like, come on, yeah. just pass. <laughs> I came this far. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got you got like a the uh, month and a half left. Month and a half, yeah, and just. All online, so I'm just freezing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, somewhat comes in handy. Some people, I feel like sometimes degrees, they think it counts as a lot, but it doesn't count as much. But it's definitely good to have. Man, I know a lot of I know a lot of people with master's degrees that are, I don't want to you know talk bad about them, but they aren't the smartest people that I know. <laughs> you know? Oh like, yeah, no, anyone real with a degree. Well, you can be real well qualified for a job on paper, but it, it don't matter if you can't do it in person, you know. Yeah, 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 exactly. Same, same is true about baseball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think college is gonna exist uh in the long long term. Yeah. Like say like a hundred years. So especially, with all this, especially with all this coronavirus stuff, we're really valuing the, the essential workers, right? The janitors, the, yeah. the food industry people. So I think I think that should be valued more than people with, you know, master's degrees, doctorates and stuff like that. Obviously they have, you know, really a lot to offer society, but there shouldn't be that much yeah. of a difference, I feel. Yeah, and it 
I mean, it's even showing like, it's even showing just like, what is money really worth now? Right, right. Because it's not going to. Now all of a sudden, yeah. Now all of a sudden, like everything's free, which is weird. Like it's weird. I don't know. It's cool. I mean, it's cool, but it's weird. It's cool that everyone's helping each other out, but it's also, I don't know. It's just like what you were, were taught, I guess, and now it's like totally different. Why couldn't we've been doing all this in the first place? That's, that's what I'm saying. So if everything okay. was, so it's like, all right, so all these people are having, like all these companies are having sales too, because you already know, like it costs them like cents to make like a t-shirt, right? Right. And uh, so that means, yeah. So, well, I don't have the, I don't have the cent t-shirts cause I'm not, yeah, I don't really get them for overseas, but, uh, but say, yeah, where, say where, like, where well, I'm not. This out of? Say again? Where, uh, where do you get your shirts from? Is it all in America? Uh, yeah, so I get everything like printed in America. Um, I usually get American made t shirts too, so or try at least. Yeah, uh, most of that. I'm, gonna have to, I'm gonna have to get on that and get a couple more uh shirts, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I did, I did, I did some orders overseas though, but <clears throat> it's kind of it's just hard to tell like what it's gonna come out to be. If that makes sense, yeah, the quality, right. But yeah, so yeah, going but, back to the, not gonna say? Uh, so yeah, going back to like, so say like, say like a big brand is getting a t-shirt. Oh, what's your dog's name? Graham. Graham? He's Graham? like uh, six months old, yeah. All right, dude, oh, you just got him? Yeah, it's my roommate's dog. Oh, nice. Uh, he's a super chill dog. What's up? I'm surprised he's not barking. Nah, he's chill, man. Must be right, no. no. Hawaii vibes. Yeah, dude. Just chill. <laughs> now, what were you gonna say though? I, I All right, so 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 big t- so big brands say get the get the shirts for like pennies on the dollar, right? Uh-huh. So they're selling it for thirty dollars, right? So say they got it for one dollar. It's twenty nine dollars. So now all these companies right. are having like fifty percent off sales. So technically, they're still making like fourteen dollars on it. So that's why yeah. it's like crazy because they you could still they could yeah they could they could easily regularly just sell a t-shirt for fifteen dollars and still make a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah. So just greed, man. It's all greed. So maybe it will maybe hopefully after all this. Hopefully, I think it will. Cha- I think sun sun's gonna change in the positive way after this. I think so too, man. I, I you know I was thinking about this earlier. It's a real, real tough start to 2020, you know, losing Kobe, coronavirus. But I think for the rest of the decade, it's going to be a good thing. You know, start off rough, but then just keep climbing, go to the top. I think it's going to be a good decade. It just had a really tough start. Oh, I'm hoping. hoping. Yeah, for sure. What about, is there any um, states that you haven't visited that you want to visit? Ooh. I've visited... Pretty much all of the really big ones. I think I just haven't been to the real, the Corn Belt, like North Dakota, not Corn Belt, but those really middle nowhere yeah. states. That's where I really haven't yeah. been. So I think if anything, I want to go like drive through and confirm that there's nothing there. You know, I just got to see. Have you been to Connecticut before? Oh, actually, I haven't. But I played with uh, uh. a bunch of people from Connecticut. They're really good guys. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to take a trip through, man. 
How far are you guys from New York? Oh, like an hour and a half. Oh, that's not bad. Let's make that happen. He's George. Uh, this uh, I got two questions in the question box. I got here. I put it. But you're not with the champions no more, right? No. What team did you say you were going to play for this year? The Winnipeg Gold Eyes. Gotcha. Winnipeg. Yeah. Right, let's see this next one. Uh oh. <laughs> this is not a serious question. <laughs> you see the question or not? Nope. Or wait. Nope. I didn't know. Oh, it says. Uh, it says, as a professional pitcher, how do you feel about the Astros stealing signs? Oh, boy. Where are you guys starting on that topic? Dude, I mean, I'm a, I'm a baseball guy, obviously. And if you're not cheating, you're not trying. There's that, right? I mean, they were trying. I give them that. They're giving their best effort, and they made some crazy teams, and they won the World Series, whatever. But the bottom line is you cheated, like, real bad. And especially as a pitcher, dude. That is, that's so hard. Like, you got to feel for those guys, especially, I think there's a few guys that came up from the minor leagues and they got lit by the Astros and got sent right back down. And it was because they were cheating, right? It's because they're stealing signs. So they, they, that pretty much messed with those guys' careers. Like those guys, I heard one of them never made it back up to the bigs and he might've got released. I don't know, but it's that kind of stuff. Like you're playing with people's livelihoods. You're playing with people's checks. You know, they're feeding their families. And you're gonna cheat, and you're gonna cheat somebody out of their check like that, man. That is that's brutal, super brutal. I just I don't I don't agree with it, but you know it's baseball. That, that stuff goes on all the time. Yeah, I forgot what um, what pitcher it was, but he's actually suing the Astros because he never played. Right. He was the one that never played or never got back to the majors or something. Exactly. But that okay. That's pretty extreme. I don't know if he's gonna win that case, but <laughs> if anything, they should just let him get another yeah. shot in the big. You know? Yeah, he'll probably. I mean, he might just get. They might. They might just pay him and to walk away. It's a season salary. I mean, that's a, that's a yeah, win something. Season. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, what about? Do you think they got a big enough punishment? Oh, my God, no! I mean, dude, they didn't even. <laughs> they didn't even get a slap on the wrist. They didn't come out and apologize yeah. or anything. You know? Like, like A Rod said, A Rod messed up. He had to come out and publicly apologize. He had to go through the whole process. You know, of like. Saying sorry, healing, having people hate him. But yeah. the Astros are just trying to, like, turn their shoulder and be like, nope, that didn't happen. Like, yeah, it did. <laughs> I mean, and it's kind of it's kind of crazy that all this happened and now they didn't have to deal with the media. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, pretty much, right? Like, <laughs> coronavirus, everything's gone. Like, what happened? Yeah. Astros didn't do nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, the weird thing was they were just changing their – Maybe the Astros started the coronavirus. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Never know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, the other thing was uh, they kept on just changing their stories. So, they, it, like, I think people would have accepted their apology or whatever if they stood by what they said first. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Carter? My friend Newton right here has got a good point. Pete Rose, what's what's going on with it? He didn't do anything that bad. I mean, betting on baseball, but it was on himself. So, you know, I think he has a yeah, point there. I think Pete Rose should be back. Pete Rose back. Astros got to go in for life until they get to Pete Rose's age, and then they can come out. 
quiet, more chill. What about what's your what's your favorite food in uh, Hawaii? What's your favorite Hawaiian dish? Definitely the Hawaiian plate, man. Can't go wrong with that. It's just the uh, rice with lao lao, which is like uh, pig and some fish wrapped in uh, tea leaf and steamed. And then uh, just Kalua pig, Alpia. Salmon, dude. Just, it's a Hawaiian plate. You know, when you come here, you got to try it for sure. Someone asked, uh, I, don't know, I don't know if he said, he said greatest baseball player of all time. Ooh. Man, I got to go with Mike Trout. He's just, he's, it's either, it's either Mike Trout or Shohei Otani. And I, I say Shohei because he's a two-way guy that can just dominate on either side, you know. We haven't, we, and it's not because I'm half Japanese. I swear there's no bias there. But he's like, he's one of the greatest pitcher hitters uh, that I've seen in my lifetime. I don't know. What about you? Who do you think is the best? Yeah, I mean, uh, right now or like ever? Ever. Uh, well, all right. Well, right now is definitely Mike Trout. It's like. There's yeah. no, I don't think there's really a debate. Um, the best player ever. Oh, man, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I guess my, are we just going like since we've been born? <laughs> nah, we're going ever, ever. Well, then I get, then I guess I just have to be basic and say Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth? Okay. See, I disagree with that. I'm, I saw him, I mean, I know he's a great player, don't get me wrong, he's the band, you know, but, like, that dude was all fat and out of shape. Like, he could hit the ball, that's about it. Like, is that, I well, guess that is a football player, though, right? I mean, all we do is go up and take one hack. <laughs> so, my other, my other person that was in my head was just A-Rod, but, like, okay. that's before steroids, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's one, before steroids, before he ruined everything. But, nah, I mean, <laughs> there's, there's a bunch of guys on the list. Pete Rose. He's definitely one of them. You know, Bo Jackson, like, I know he's not the greatest player of all time, but, dude, that dude is a specimen. Yeah. What about Barry um Bonds. Uh, Barry Bonds? <laughs> yeah, Barry Bonds, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know. There needs to be, like, a, a grading scale, you know, where you can, like, actually scale all this stuff and find out who is the best player of all time. Well, on baseball, on baseball reference, they have, like, a – it's like I think it's called black ink, gray ink, and something else. Well, and it's like, and it's like a number that determines if like you're a Hall of Famer. Oh, damn! I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, hold up. Let me pull up somebody. Let's see. So, uh, oh, My dude. All right. So this is Derek. This is Derek Jeter's. So this is black ink, gray ink, color ink. Damn. Those so look, back. So, but look, black ink. It says he's only ten, and that's his average Hall of Famer is twenty-seven. Huh. So hold on. I don't know what that is though exactly. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, let's see. Black ink. You know, uh, you know the guy Bill James that created all this like sabermetric stuff. Uh-uh. Yeah, he's the one that created all these like crazy stats and stuff. So black ink for uh, a batting 
for a position player is four four points for home runs, runs batted in or average, three points for run score, two points for well that doesn't make sense. Uh, and Jeter only got ten. Yeah, I don't get. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Four points for home runs or average. Penalized. Central point to. Important they stance. might have made it confusing, so we kind yeah. of found it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. See, that's why that guy, that guy is nuts. He's the. One, I think he created uh, war too. Oh, okay, okay. That's the guy then. Oh yeah. Who's your favorite pitcher to watch? They asked. Pitcher to watch, right now, I'd probably say <laughs> Justin Bieber. <laughs> what? No, no. Um, what is that guy's name? Oh, Barrios. That's my favorite pitcher to watch. Jose Barrios, oh. I think. What team is he on? I think he's on the Twins. Is that right? Is Barrios on the Twins. I'm not sure, but I know that he has the nastiest three-foot combo in the league. I'm no doubt in my mind. I'm oh, pretty yeah, sure he's on the Twins. Twins. Yeah. If you watch some of his highlights, man, he's got 95 with sink. A nasty oh, yeah, he's fire. a Filthy change, up, dude. Yeah. He's, to me, that's, that's my favorite guy to watch right now. Him and probably probably Hicks too, because he just throws cheese. True. Yeah. What about? All right. So yeah. What about? Well, who would you say was the, is the greatest pitcher of all time? Nolan Ryan, hands down. Not even a doubt in my mind. Nolan Ryan. Yeah, I'll take that one. <laughs> anybody that? How many Cy Youngs has he got? He got like seven or eight. What is that? Said so how many Cy? I think he got like seven or eight Cy Youngs. Something like that. But just the fact that he pitched from when he was 18 to when he was 40 is ridiculous <laughs> in the big leagues. That's ridiculous. True. And he handled, he handled his business like a grown man, dude. That's If there's anything I would tell kids to, like, emulate themselves after is Nolan Ryan. You know, just go out there, take care of business, and pretty much just show everybody you're the man. What, what, uh, who was the other pitcher you were saying? What was that? Oh, I just I like missed it because I was like talk we were I was talking over you for a second. Oh, I thought you were about no to say no. Nope. No. <laughs> yeah, actually that's crazy. I'm looking up his thing. So he played in the sixties, seventies, eighties, and nineties. Yeah. So four days. Sixties, seventies, eighties, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And he, he was in the high nineties the whole time. Like <laughs> that's God given talent right there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, he was still – he was an all-star at 42. Right. And just, just the fact – what is that one – there's that one uh, – some guy, like, charged him out on him, and he, like, just grabbed him like that and just started punching his head. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. He's a ra- – you know Nolan Ryan's a rancher, right? That's why he was so strong. Like, he, he grew up, like, yeah. wrestling cattle. And you could tell right there, dude. He just grabbed that thing like it was, like, a little cow and just started pounding his head, and it was crazy. That fired me up. <laughs> But yeah, oh, do you, are you like a guy that likes to watch film? Oh yeah, big film guy. I mean, especially with pitching. Well, I guess with everything, dude. Pitching and hitting, it's it's all about your mechanics, you know. And when you're up there doing it, your mind is thinking, just throw the ball. But all that work you do 
to prepare yourself comes into play. You know, this game of inches, man. Release point out here to release point over here. It, it's it's all about that stuff. And that's one thing that is really good about baseball nowadays is that they're really incorporating a lot of film. And when I was growing up, you know, we didn't really have phones that you could just bust out and be like, oh, here, here, this is what you're doing, you know. But I think I think film's definitely one of the biggest things to to teach young kids and going forward. It's gonna be what's gonna be good for me. I think. Yeah, how many how many but, pitches do you have in your, your arsenal? Ooh, I think I have five. Yeah, I have five. And that's that's come over the years too. I, when I left college I only had three pitches, so I picked up a couple more. What's your what's your favorite one? Oh, it's got to be the fastball, dude. If you ask any pitcher what their favorite pitch is and they say hey. anything other than fastball, something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> What's the fastest you hit? Uh, 97. Damn. Yeah, but that's one time. One time for the one time. I usually sit, like, low now, so. Wait, was it, was it in a game or? Uh, it was a game. Just... It was a game, but – it, it was a it was a board ninety seven so you know it it's not that accurate because <laughs> well I mean it's still gotta be pretty close to that yeah it's pretty close but you know for the fans they might juice it up one or two miles an hour up there <laughs> did, all right well so on that pitch did you could did you think it was faster than your normal or like well, or did you think it was the fastest one I thought it was the fastest one for sure because it was oh, it was okay. a warm night <laughs> it was a warm night in Chicago I think. It was like beginning of August, and I really liked that mound that they were, that we were playing on. I knew I liked it, and I was—I think I was pissed off. I think someone just hit a like a triple off me off the wall or something, and I was—I was pretty angry about that. <laughs> yeah, what about um? I know uh, let's say a lot of a lot of times a lot of pitchers that are starters in college go to re- relief. How did you uh, get to continue to be a starter? Well, funny thing, actually, when I went – well, in college, I was a starter for the whole time. And um, mm-hmm. when I went to the Phillies, I got drafted. Went to the PPL, um, I ended up being in the bullpen. And I had never done that. You know, I would never been a bullpen guy. It, it really made me kind of rethink about pitching, you know, rethink my mental my mental approach to the game. And um, after that, I was lucky enough in Indy Ball to, you know, be a starter because that's what that was my calling was, you know, taking you nine innings. And that's what I told my manager. Like, you know, I'm not really a bullpen guy, but I will do my best to get get us through the game with zero runs on the board for the other team. So that's that's and it's all about training, dude. It's all about running. I think the main thing for stamina. So just gotta keep up the running. What about uh, uh, what's your favorite number? Like, what number do you like to wear? Uh, college, I was number seven. That's definitely my favorite number. It's been my favorite number forever. But it's obviously not a pitcher's number. You're not going to see a guy out there wearing numbers on the mound, you know. So um, okay. I usually try to stick to the high 20s or low 30s, 32, 28, 36. I think this year I'm going to be number 20. So. Yeah, actually, seven's my favorite number, too. Yeah, dude, can't go wrong. Lucky number seven. Actually, what's a Stroman wore it for? Now he's wearing zero. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, that's Marcus Stroman. That's <laughs> the only guy. <laughs> uh, do you, uh, certain mound effects performance? Oh, do certain uh, mounds affect your performance? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you'll go to a couple of mounds. I, I think in the minor leagues, um, all the mounds are regulated. I think they're all pretty much leveled mm-hmm. off. 
but you'll you'll get a few mounds that are like you know maybe a, a few inches higher a few inches lower and you can you can feel it so it's uh it's definitely an in-game adjustment that you got to make and um just got to roll with it you know just kind of throw the ball what about what did, uh what advice would you give to say a young baseball player trying to get a scholarship or or trying to go pro man you got to put the work in you know that everybody that gets to the higher levels, they've all put the work in throughout their entire life. And I, I know it's hard as a young kid. You can't really see the, the vision, you know, the future. But it, it's it's all about putting that little bit of percentage in every day and everything you do, you know. So how about Drake High School Mount? How would you feel about that one? Yeah, so that's where me and, me and him played a college summer ball right before I got drafted. That was that was a big awakening for me when I played with uh, Nudy at uh, Top Speed in uh, Northern California. And it, it wasn't really the mound that messed with me at Drake. It was the left field wall because that thing was probably about 190 feet down the left field line. It was ridiculous. Oh, what about – oh, and since you played D2, did they use wood bats then? No, we, we used metal. I think, I think oh, only okay. – what is it like? NAIA uses wood or something like that. I, I don't know. I, I, for some reason, I thought D two used wood. Nah, nah. So what about that? What about what? What about that transition? Um, honestly, the BB going from metal to yeah. In college, they don't really fly. The ball doesn't fly very much. You know, like you can give up a pretty decent. Like you can leave it right down the middle, and a guy will think he hits it out, but it just barely gets to the wall. You know, but um. <laughs> Guys, guys in the pros really know how to swing a wood bat. And um, yeah. actually, there you go. A lot of East Coast D2 use wood. So that's probably that's probably where you're hearing okay. that from. Yeah. yeah. Well, it makes sense. I'm on the East Coast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think I think wood flies way better. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. yeah. What about what, what's your what's your prep prep is it or what's your uh, let's say. Oh, how do you like prep? Yeah, prep for like a start. Like, do you have any uh, pregame routines or? Yeah. Are you uh, yeah. for me superstitious? Definitely, I'm a little stitious. Um, it starts the night before for sure. You know, it, it's it comes. It's just a, a mental lock-in kind of thing for me. Like before I go to bed, I know that when I wake up, it's like it's game day. You know, because I'm a starter, so I only start one of the five days. And yeah. um, when I wake up that day, it's it's in my mind. I know that that night is judgment day. That's what I like to call it. Judgment day. You know, like you're going forward to put your best stuff on the line and you're going to see what happens, you know? So going, going through the whole day, I don't, I'm one of those guys that I don't really like to talk to anybody. You know, I kind of like to stay locked in, get my headphones going and just do my own thing. So, yeah. What so about, yeah, what, what do you like to listen to before a game? Oh, I got a, I got a nice playlist, man. I mean, it's tailored it, it, it to to my um, my liking. So I kind of start off with nice, some nice easy reggae, you know, some Hawaii reggae to kind of like loosen me up, get me in the vibe, and then from there I go to like some little weird offbeat Kate Cuddy, kind of like get me in a little weirder vibe, and then I go into some hard rap, and then some pretty like good techno to right before my start, like some good house techno. Gotcha. Um, wait, can you see that question now or not? Nope. Yeah. But I don't know. Instagram's, Instagram's weird. But someone asked, uh, do you meal prep? 
Meal prep, yeah, for sure, dude. That that's a huge part of um especially in the minor league system, you know, um we really don't have that much time at home. So on an off day I'd like to make as much as I can for the week and just kind of put it away and store it. True. Oh, yeah, what's uh what's minor league life like? Brutal. <laughs> it's brutal, man. Especially in uh in this league that I'm gonna be in, I think we travel. We're up in Canada and right above Wisconsin or something like that in Manitoba, mm-hmm. and I think we we travel all the way down to Texas. So that's like a 16-hour ride or something like that. And and you know, granted, it's gonna be on an off day, but to me, the worst part is the travel. It's um, yeah. you know, playing three days, getting on a bus, traveling 10 hours overnight, and waking up and having to play the next day is pretty pretty crazy and a whole summer full of that will drive see these bags under my eyes man that's what that's from sleepless nights what about, you, what about do you i mean have you pitched better when you're not traveling like have you and then like have you ever started the one after one of those 10 hour road trips yeah yeah I've, I've, I've started after those trips and honestly i'm so grumpy that i'm like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna kick you guys ass today you know like screw this <laughs> Yeah, I, I've had some of my best my best away performances um right after a bus trip just because I'm I just want to get away. I just want to go back. Whatever I gotta do. <laughs> what's what about what's the, what's the feeling like uh, striking someone out looking? It's pretty good, man. Especially uh, like to end the game. That's that's one of my favorite ways to end. You know, if, if I do go a CG, that's that's one of my favorite ways to end the game is a strikeout. Just because you get, you kind of get to claim it, you know, like all that hard work comes down to one pitch. Good yeah. feeling, yeah. But honestly, I I like um, I like strikeout swimming swinging better. I think. Really. Just to know, just to know that you try. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel you on that. Oh, actually, bringing up this topic, even though I hate it, what do you think about? Uh, if they go, if they went, did you ever see them do like the digital umpire? Oh, no, I haven't seen it, but they uh, they tried it in the Atlantic League, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They tried the, the digital umpire, tried um, stealing first base. Did you hear about that one? Yeah, that one's terrible. Did you hear about the guy that got his cleats um, cast in gold and put in the Baseball Hall of Fame because he's the first guy to steal first base? Oh, that's terrible. How's that? Hate it. Yeah, I definitely First don't want no digital or whatever you want, robot umpires. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, it's human error. It's what takes yeah. – it, it would take the fun out of the game, I think, you know, because it's, it's fan yeah. interaction. It's coach, it's coach interaction when, when an umpire makes a bad call. I love seeing a coach go out there and talk talk crap to the umpire. You know, that's part of the game. That's that's what keeps it entertaining yeah. to me. So I, I wouldn't like to see that at all. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, I asked you a lot of questions. You got any questions for me? Dude, I mean, what, 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 I want to know your story, man. Like, how did how did the whole PG Sports come along? Like, what? It, it's it's a great brand. I love the clothes. I love the hats. You know, it's got a good. It's got. A, you got. It comes from right here. You know, I can tell. And I just want to know, like, what what started all of it. Oh, I appreciate that, man. Um. Yeah, so I yeah, I don't know how long we probably well known each other from social media and stuff probably for like what two two three years now. Pretty much yeah, whenever yeah, Matt yeah. started the thing because we we pretty much linked up right when he started uh, the agency. You guys were both um, startups. Uh, no, no, I I started in two thousand eleven. Oh, okay. so I 
Yeah, so it's been a while now. Uh, so yeah, I started when I was 19 and I was, I was in college. Yeah. We're the same age, by the way, actually. Um, yeah, yeah. um, so yeah, when I was 19, I started as a Twitter page, uh, just tweeting about sports, kind of like ESPN vibes. Um, and then I got t-shirts done just to promote the Twitter. Literally. Like I didn't, I didn't even have this logo yet. It was just like a font. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, like, people liked it, so I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to make T-shirts. So then I came up with the slogan, Everywhere and Anywhere, because I, uh, I wanted people to wear the shirts everywhere and anywhere, obviously. And uh, and then, like, so then I got people to – well, actually, I was, I was pretty much doing influencer marketing before it was called influencer marketing. And I would just hit up athletes. You're the, the influencer uh, of the influencers. <laughs> if you want to say that. Uh, and then, yeah, so I was, like, met, I was messaging them on Twitter and all that, and uh, – just got them to wear it. And then throughout the years now, I, I mean, I think I leveled up for every year because I look back and sometimes I feel like I haven't done anything. And then I look back from year to year and I'm like, all right, yeah, I have. So now I'm getting, uh, so I went to media stuff, obviously doing stuff like this, doing podcasts, um, did blogs, obviously. Uh, and now I'm doing more, I'm getting more into sports marketing and helping athletes grow their brands. So that's what, that's what I'm doing now. Thank you, thank you, man. You're doing great work out here, for real. That's awesome. That's awesome. Appreciate that. It's awesome to be a part of, dude. I, I love it. Yeah, I mean, appreciate your support and all the way in Hawaii. Always, dude. We, we got a whole crew out here that loves the PG sports. You know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, nobody rocking yeah, harder than Chase, man. Nobody rocking harder. Yeah, than I know. That's why it's crazy too. I keep. Oh my god, it's crazy. I keep on saying. I literally have stuff. I'm about to make a folder actually, because I have stuff. Um, his girlfriend posts and I haven't, I'd never even seen it before. Really? And I was like, Oh shit. Like he was real. Yeah. He was always wearing it. We love that stuff, man. No doubt. Like I'm, I'm going to have to, we're going to have to collab and make it a chasing Mata shirt or something like that. Cause yeah, I'm, I'm all the guy, all the pro guys in Hawaii would wear it. You know, we got guys on yeah. big league. Yeah, we should have. That's what, they would rep that for a BTT, you know, a hundred percent. No, I'm definitely, definitely down to do it. Yeah. It's actually crazy too, because, um, the catcher's gear that he wore, uh, the guys from Connecticut too. The Force Three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, yeah, I'm I'm down. To link up with you for that. That'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah, we could definitely do a call and uh, we'll figure it out. Uh, someone asked uh, a complete game shutout or a walk off home run as a pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, complete game shutout <laughs> every time. I think I've I wonder, only given up. I think I've only given up one walk-off bomb, and I was an affiliate, and I was like, "All right, well, there it is. There's my one." <laughs> oh, I I was just thinking. Imagine if a somehow a pitcher hit a walk-off home run. Oh, okay. I'm taking the walk-off home run, dude. Every time. If I get the shot around the bases, I'm, I'm literally gonna take my time and walk because I'm never gonna do that again. I want I, now. I need to know. I need to know. I gotta see. I gotta find out if that's a stat. I gotta see if in that MLB that happened. I'm sure. A pitcher yeah, to walk off. That's actually a yeah. That's actually a good one because you. I don't think a pitcher would be in that situation. You know, like only what's his name Otani now. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, bottom of the ninth inning, you're never gonna have your pitcher hitting. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I guess unless it's like the twenty seventh inning or something. Yeah, that might be a stat that ha that might be one of the only stats that hasn't come across yet. We'll see though. We should check on that. 
Yeah, I'm definitely gonna. Well, we got we got like four minutes left. All right. Of this live. Damn, that hour flew by, man. Yeah, it was an hour. So yeah, I don't even. Yeah. I haven't, it's funny too because you didn't even. Some people ask me like how long it's gonna be, and you didn't even ask, and I was just like, so I just been I've been using the whole hour on these because I was like, screw it. <laughs> yeah, might as well. I just like I said, we got nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, that's why it's crazy. Like I pretty much created a whole second podcast out of this now. Yeah. For yeah, because of yeah. Corona. <laughs> yeah. And it's obviously dope because now everybody sees the cameras and it's live and it's dope. Head, man. Logo PG Sports. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, boy. I got my so I got my hat in my car. That the camel hat's my favorite hat too, by the way. The Hawaiian edition right there. Yeah, actually, yeah. yo, that's what I want too. I want to. I'm sure you want it too, because every time I post something, one of you guys, I, I always want to put the Hawaiian flag emoji, but there's no emoji. Yeah, well, it's actually <laughs> the the kind of the British flag, I think. Right. It's kind True. Of, yeah. yeah, but yeah. same thing, but <laughs> True. Well, I appreciate you coming on today, and uh, we'll definitely be in touch. Yeah, let's definitely uh, get on a call soon. Yeah, for sure. Let's do this again. I like I said, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> let's get it going. <laughs> yeah, I wish you could. I, I think they're probably gonna develop. That. I wish you could three way on here so you can get more people. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think there's an app for that or something. But Instagram yeah. hasn't figured it out yet. But they're gonna have to start soon because everybody. Oh, they're gonna. Work. Yeah, because I don't know if you've seen it, but a lot of people go live. Have been live all like these past yeah. two weeks now. Yeah. Pretty pretty cool. All right, well, yeah, hopefully baseball comes back soon and again appreciate you coming on. Fingers crossed, man. We need baseball. Without baseball. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Hey, you take care of that, huh? Yeah. All right, you too. All right, bro. Shoot.